Welcome to The Voice of Retail. I'm your host, Michael LeBlanc, and this podcast is brought to you in conjunction with Retail Council of Canada. In this episode, I welcome back a good friend, David Louis, CEO and President of Corite. Since 1979, Corite has been the home of Superior Amylite, inspiring the world with the rarity and beauty in Canada's gemstone. Since 2020, David has been leading the company through the COVID era, through going into protection, and now coming out on the other side with a modern global footprint, combining strong retail partners and a direct-to-consumer platform. It's been a wild year, Michael. <laughs> not not just this, not just the pandemic. You know, I, I joined the company at a very interesting time when the pandemic actually hit. But a few months later, as a board, we decided to put the company and file for under CCAA. It, it just it's just it was just a bit of the sign of the times. So the year has been interesting. You know, some of my friends joked that it was like getting an MBA. I said, well. I don't want to do an MBA twice, but it was almost earning a PhD, frankly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's an intense, it's an intense time, isn't it? Yes, uh, but you know, CCAA was a very interesting process. All right, now let's listen in. David, welcome back to the Voice of Retail podcast. How are you doing, my friend? Hey, thanks, Michael. Thanks for having me back. Um, uh, what an interesting year we just had. I mean, the last time we spoke was at the. The stores conference, and now we had the pleasure of speaking at from home. Yeah, that's right. And and uh, we skipped a store, so to speak, in twenty twenty Retail Council Canada store conference. We had a nice uh, we had a nice setup there. I had the Pure Leader podcasting studio, and got yes. to see everyone, and got to see you face to face. And boy, uh, what a year of change for you! And in, in in the year of change for all of us, but for you, it's been a new, you know, different different time, different galaxy, different role. Um, very excited to kind of catch up and hear all about it and, and uh, you know, share with uh, with the listeners all the, the insights you have and, and the background. Why don't we just jump right in for those who may have missed the first uh, time you and I chatted back in uh, 2019. Give us a sense of, of your, you know, personal professional journey and your role now at Corite. Yeah, no, thanks, Michael. So, uh, you know, I was born and raised in a merchant family in Vancouver, uh, spent the last 30 years particularly focused in retail uh, through startups to leading and building multi-billion dollar brands. Um, I had the opportunity to gain a great experience spanning from between Canada, U.S., Europe, Asia. Well, I built a career in operations merchandising and most recently focused on marketing, digital, and e-commerce. And over this time, I've had the opportunity to work with some very unique brands from around the world, uh, selling apparel, furniture, housewares, got involved with food, etc., to now a semi-precious gemstone, which is very interesting. Um, you mentioned, you know, my new role. It's not really a new role, somewhat, uh, but I'm currently the CEO and president of Corite. I'm also a shareholder of the company, and uh, yeah, we'd love the opportunity to share it with the listeners about everything about Corite. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love to hear about it because um, I actually, as it happens, know the business. It's funny, when you and I were talking, um, it was a, a coincidence. I knew the business because we were a retailer of the product at uh, at the shopping channel. So, But for those who may not know, uh, Canada's Gemstone. Tell us all about it. Yeah, I, with uh, well, Corey is a brand uh, internationally recognized as the leading producer of the ultra-rare amylite gemstone and amylite fossils. Uh, it's it's been around for forty years, and I do have to explain uh, mm-hmm. the difference between the ammonite and the amylite. 
Yeah. Uh, if you can follow me, the ammonite is the fossil from shell squid-like creatures that lived over 70 million years ago in our waters. Mm-hmm. And uh, the ammonite is the gemstone from the ammonites. It's just part of the mining process uh, when we discover the ammonites where there will be chips uh, and loose uh, pieces that are then classified as gemstone quality. Uh, we would then turn those into gemstones. Um, and my my understanding is that's the the one of the most recent declarations of a genuine gemstone, and it's in exclusively in Alberta, found in Alberta. Yeah, uh, well, emulate the gemstone uh, was officially designated as a naturally occurring precious gemstone by the World Jewelry Confederation in 1981. Mm. So it's in fact the youngest gemstone that was declared. Chlorite has more than 90% of the world's market of amylite, uh, mined here in southern Alberta, in Lethbridge in particular. And you know what's different is, um, while, you know, while ammonite fossils are found on every continent in the world, uh, but only in southern Alberta are, are they found with the distinctly bright, beautiful, iridescent colors that make it so rare and precious. So tell us a bit about how you go to market as a, as a jeweler, and then we'll talk a little bit about the, the, the interesting year that you've, uh, that you've had. But, <laughs> you know, do you, do you go through retail? Um, and what kind of retail? Do you sell direct? Go, give, me a, give me a sense of that. Yeah, the, the journey with Corey has been very exciting. Um, you know, it, it's a, I, I think of it as a more of a 40-year-old startup. Uh, the business pre-COVID was very focused on B2B, and now we are shifting that quickly to a more direct-to-consumer focus. I call it a direct-to-consumer focus because, I mean, our B2B customers are still very important to us, and we still support them. But it's very important that we know who our consumers are. Uh, the end consumer. So, you know, we believe if we know them, we can produce the right product for them. And, um, you know, how we would do that is really from our corate.com channel. Uh, there's a lot of work to be done, trust me. Uh, but, but you know, we are gaining, gaining great momentum as this channel has grown substantially over the last quarter. And uh, we've poured a lot of focus on, uh, you know, building marketing, telling our story, and really what I just explained in terms of the difference between ammonite and amylite, helping you know, consumers understand the, the rarity. And, and you mentioned, you know, Alberta is known for dinosaurs. Well, the ammonite, you know, being over 70 million years ago mm-hmm. in the Cretaceous period was swimming amongst, you know, the big beasts, the big dinosaurs. So, Crazy um, think of it, eh? mm-hmm. yeah. So, you know, there's, there's a lot to be done, um, but we are more shifting to more a direct-to-consumer approach. And, and it was the case, and I mentioned this uh, earlier on, that uh, as a retailer, you had, um, you know, retailers like uh, the Shopping Channel, now today's uh, Shopping Choice, and you also did uh, sales and cruise lines and, and all kinds of different places. So you did have points of presence. And, and uh, we should also say that, um, you know, when we talk about a gemstone, you're putting them in watches and, and earrings and pendants like you, how you express the product is re- really interesting. I guess that's what you also hope to learn from these direct relationships is, is what kind of innovation and style and fashion that uh, the consumers will be looking for. Yeah. Yep. You know, correctly. I mean, the shopping choice, our cruise ship partners, our tourism partners, we have different verticals. Uh, we have our gemstone, which we, we we sell gemstones to, you know, prominent designers around the world. 
Hmm. We also have a jewelry collection where you know we are able to take our jewelry co- collection to help us express who who Corite is in the consumer's right. mind, and and, it's, and then it's distributed to over. We have about a hundred over one hundred forty retail customers that carry our product. We also have our cruise ship partners, you know, whether it's in the Caribbean or Alaska. And we're looking for, you know, when things do come back, we're looking for opportunities uh, to be on cruise ships in the in the Asian uh, waters. So it's multifaceted. Plus, we also have with our ammonite fossils, they are precious art collectible items. Uh, and we and we ship and sell throughout the world. Like currently, you could find our Corite brand with our Ammonite fossils and jewelry in over 28 countries. That is a great background. Uh, and my mother loves the product, by the way. So just thank for you the, for the listeners out there. She's got a watch and a pendant, and and it's a really beautiful um, natural product. No one, no one, no two watches are the same, right? Everything's a, everything's different. Yes, it's really, all one of a kind. Yeah, one it's really, um, it's really, uh, you know, it's really spectacular. Um, all right, so you've been through an interesting year. Take us through your past year at Corite. I mean, you mentioned the COVID crisis. Uh, I don't think it was, I don't think it was kind to many. Um, and in, in particular, when you mentioned cruise lines, we know that they were parked and still remain parked. So I'm, I'm sure it put the business under, under some pressure. To, so tell me about the last year and and w- what you've learned and and the journey you've been on specifically around uh, around. Corite the the business itself. It's been a wild year, Michael. <laughs> uh, not not just this, not just the pandemic. Uh, you know, I, I joined the company at a very interesting time when the pandemic actually hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a few months later, as a board, we decided to put the company and file fund under CCAA. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just it's just it was just a bit of the sign of the times. So the year has been interesting. Um, you know, some of my friends joked that it was like getting an MBA. I said, well, I don't want to do an MBA twice, but it was almost earning a PhD, frankly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's an intense it's an intense time, isn't it? Yes. Uh, but, you know, CCAA was a very interesting process. I do have mm-hmm. to I do have to say a few words about that um, in terms of how we navigated through it was we had to keep the end goal in mind, which was, you know, at hard at times. But uh, what was it? Was saving the company, working with our partners, and keeping as many people employed as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had a lot of we have a lot of long term serving team members with over twenty plus years of service. Yeah, wow. Yeah, and um, you know they've been with the company. And we wanted to keep them employed. Um, so you know, we one could easily get bogged down with the administration of the filing, but it was all about keeping things transparent across all stakeholder groups investors, banks, landlords, suppliers, customers, and ultimately our employees. So constant communication was key to us and keeping everyone abreast of the process. And trust me, it, it was a process, not yeah. an easy process. Yeah. And, I, I've, I've yeah. been through a similar process in my, in my past. And it's a, as you say, it's like the PhD that you never got. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, exactly. Uh, but you know, the following allowed, uh, I always look at the positive side of things and, I think the outcome was very positive, but, you know, allowed the company to restructure our finances mm-hmm. and ultimately uh, allowed us to actually to do a deeper dive into our operations uh, and improve upon it. Uh, it was not a reflection of the lack of love for Amelite. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, it was the complete opposite. We had many loyal consumers voiced and showed their support, 
support for the company during this time. Let's talk a little bit about you in terms of your transition from, you mentioned at the beginning, gave us a sense, and and I knew you particularly when you were at uh, Canadian Tire and divisions there. And, you know, what attracted you to to this opportunity from a, from a development perspective, obviously the opportunity to, to be a, a CEO, but, but you're a miner now. It's a very specific type of opportunity. What, what skills and perspectives did you uh, did you acquire or did you benefit from in this in this transition? What was that like for you? Yeah, uh, it was certainly a different transition with the pandemic hitting at the same time. But <laughs> yeah. but you know, I I look at really throughout my career, mm. uh, had the you know opportunity to hold a variety of different roles as a CEO or president or a VP or director. And I learned so much along the way. Um, but with that said, though, you know, I don't feel like I left retail behind at Corate. Mm-hmm. We are actually, actually, we're not a miner. Mining is an element in our vertical supply chain, but we, but we are essentially a consumer brand. Mm-hmm. And the opportunities within our vertical integration is that we are able to deliver the experience of Amlite in so many ways. Much like what I referenced earlier, being an art collection to gemstones to jewelry pieces, we are we are a consumer brand. Uh, so you know, I, I always loved in my career building brands, and this was a once in a lifetime opportunity to build something that is essentially a part of who Canada is, right? And is essentially Canada's gemstone, only found here in southern Alberta, and particularly in you know in the city of Lethbridge. Hmm. Uh, but I, I still live in retail. And our rebuild for Corate is a direct-to-consumer focus, and it's so important. And I believe my skills and knowledge of retail greatly benefits the brand. Well, let's let's talk about that. It's a good segue um, into you've you've touched on it a couple of times in terms of the DTC model and the mixed and the mixed model and the benefits there. T- tell me about your plans for that. I mean, I, I have to think that. Uh, you know the, the the markets you mentioned China. I've got to think that that's a, a target or an opportunity to grow for you in some way, shape, or form. And, and how do you how do you think about that market? And how do you think about you know growing as a DTC brand and, and developing those new you know that new muscle memory really as an organization? Oh yeah, it's uh, it's transformational. Frankly, uh, you know I mentioned earlier. Uh, we have team members been here twenty plus years, and you know mm-hmm. there's change, right? There's uh, it's, it's looking at the business in a very different lens. Uh, you know, I got to, I got to, I got to give credit to a lot of the industries that we have been. I mean, they are challenged right now. And of course we feel the pinch and we feel their pinch. And, you know, as a team, we're working hard to reinvent our business and look at new ways to expand our, our markets. Um, so I, I call it, we will always support our core, which is our cruise lines, our yeah. the shopping choice, et cetera. But, you know, we're looking to expand for more. Uh, and we will be ready when they are back, and uh, we are with them when they're back. But at Corate, uh, we are looking at our online presence and definitely looking beyond Canada. You know, we are working very closely with a cons- customer of ours that sells into China hmm. through Taobao, which is part of the Alibaba group, yep. uh, with a tremendous amount of success. Hmm. Uh, our partner, they live stream 16 hours per day in China. What? Per day, 16 really? hours per day in China. <laughs> and um, live broadcasting mm. from our showroom here in Calgary and showrooms in China. And it's really been awesome. Mm. And, and and as you know, that's an emerging trend in, yeah. in uh, North America. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, so 
you know, we're exploring avenues where we can uh, bring live streaming. How we would do that here in North America, that's been very exciting for us as we continue to study and evaluate the possibilities. Um, and then uh, our ammonite fossils, which were, you know, we can't travel now to all the key trade shows around the world. Uh, we're bringing that, I'm almost somewhat saying, um, you know, bridging, taking, bringing ammonite and technology together. And uh, yeah, we're, we're just reinventing a way of how to display, showcase our ammonite pieces to buyers around the world. You know, it's a funny thing, and, and I do some work with uh, with the Irish government, and we used to have an event in Dublin around this time of the year where we'd, we'd bring people together, merchants from Canada, to showcase Irish goods. And now we're trying to, uh, as you described, pivot to say, okay, uh, how do we... You know, how do we expose more people? And, you know, in some ways it's, it's more beneficial, right? Because it's a, instead of a trip around the world to go or side of the other side of the pond to go see the product, we're doing these virtual things. So I think, mm-hmm. I think there's, you know, here's a question for you. Do you think even when, um, you know, in the post COVID post vaccine era, and I, I, I feel that, that, that kind of virtual, whether it's virtual selling, as you described, uh, or that virtual trade show, uh, it still has a, a good, I think it's been accelerated. I think it, 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 it might, I don't know if sure if it's going to replace the big shows, but I think it's certainly going to help you expand your market. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, when we look back at some of the, you know, it's just, just some of the sales trends of when we are mm-hmm. in particular trade shows. Yeah, it was very, I think it's more, it was very important to be face to face with our, with our customers. Yeah. But, but a lot of the sales activities happened afterwards. Yeah. Or before or afterwards, and uh, now that everyone you know basically is a, a, adopting to working from home and mm. and not traveling, uh, you know we're we're finding our interactions with our our partners in other parts of the world like very effective through video and sending out samples if we have to. Uh, as you can imagine, um, our stone and ammonites are very colorful and they're very per- and they're very particular and it speaks to you personally. And how do you display that digitally? That's what we're trying to do. And, and it seems to be working, but you, you're right. I mean, the, a bit of new norm will kick in for sure. We'll be back in a minute. If you like this interview, hit subscribe, catch up on the voice of retail episodes. You might've missed like my exclusive interview with Charlie Cole, the CEO of FTD. And you'll get new ones delivered directly to you. More with David Louie, after the break. The COVID-19 pandemic has accelerated the need for businesses to undergo a digital transformation. Through the Toronto's Regional Board of Trades Recovery Activation Program, otherwise known as a RAP, you can now immerse yourself in online sessions, workshops, and one-on-one mentorships with industry experts to learn how your businesses can get ahead through digital solutions. Whether your business is having difficulty connecting with customers or struggling to manage increasing demand, RAP offers practical support and advice at no cost, helping your business build back stronger and smarter. Wondering how you can get started? Well, your business's RAP journey begins with Digital Needs Assessment, or a DNA. The DNA takes less than 30 minutes to complete and offers an assessment of your business's current digital maturity, benchmarked against companies of similar size from related sectors from around the country. Based on your results, RAP's team of industry experts will contact you to discuss which programs will be most useful in helping you take the next step in your digital transformation. From helping you build your personalized digital transformation blueprint to tailored and outcome-driven modules, 
based on cybersecurity and digital marketing tools, there's a RAP program to support you and your business. In under a year, RAP will have analyzed more than 1,000 Ontario businesses, hosted more than 4,000 virtual event attendees, and maintained 100% overall participation satisfaction. Remember, there's no cost to participate. So to ensure your business is ready to capitalize on those exciting opportunities for digital growth, take your digital needs assessment today at rap.bot.com. That's rap.bot.com. Well, we've, so we've, we've touched on the new way of buying as a, as a merchant. Um, let's talk about the new way of, of buying as consumers. What, as, you, as you think deeply about this and, and your brand and just general, what you've been observing with your, with your vast experience, great experience in retail, what do, you, what do you think the lasting implications of the COVID era are going to be in terms of consumer behavior? Do you, you know, we've seen a massive acceleration of e-commerce, for example, um, you know, I guess accelerating e-commerce is easy when there's no stores to go to. But when things go back to normal, what's your expectation? What are your what are your kind of big bets in terms of how consumers are going to behave? Are they going to you know cherish the fact they can travel now, and then they'll be you know they'll be looking for experiences, and we'll see a rebound in that. How are you thinking about forecasting and consumer and thinking about consumer demand? There'll be an interesting. There'll be a pent up demand. Like we feel with the cruise lines and et cetera there. I mean, you see overbookings, et cetera. I think, I think we're going to go through a period of time where there's pent up demand and then a calming effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, as retailers, as brand leaders, the, the relationship that we're building during this pandemic is just going to be, well, first of all, it's so important for us to build that one-to-one relationship because we need to, we need to be top of mind with them after the pandemic mm-hmm. passes. Uh, and this is such a great opportunity to build that relationship. Um, mm. Therefore, I mean, I believe that, uh, you know, everyone's gone to online. But my advice to other brands would be don't focus on the transactional side of it. Tell your why. Tell your story. Build that relationship that when the pandemic actually passes, that then you continue to be top of mind and top of mind of consideration. Um now, experiences is definitely values and experience is going to be, uh, I believe, top of mind for consumers as we move forward. No, it's it's very savvy advice because don't. In other words, if I can, you know, I've heard it from other great leaders to say, don't miss this opportunity, even though you can't transact to to build relationships. Is is exactly what you're describing. You know, raise the awareness of Amelie, tell the great stories, and you know, be present. And then when people are ready to shop again. Uh, and able um you're there for them and as you say you know when they think of great additions to their lives from a whether it's jewelry or whatever it is they think they think of your brand in that uh, in the top very very smart so um it's kind of a funny question because there's been so much next in your in your life and in in core right and amylite for the past you know 12 months what's next you've you've talked about a focus certainly building out with your background and skills the the e-commerce dtc is that is that fairly succinctly where you're going to be putting your focus going global going direct building that relationship is that a good is that a good kind of summary of how you're thinking about the next um you know 36 months or what whatever that time period looks like uh 90 of our customers or in consumers reside outside of canada hmm. so that's number one was 90 percent 90 percent 90 percent of customers reside outside of canada and we are essentially Canada's or Alberta's gemstone. Yep. 
So number one thing is we need to let Canadians know about us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in our backyard, and that's right. the story that we are going to yeah. tell. Yeah. Uh, number two, we, um, we are actively speaking. And it's interesting when you emerge from CCAA, and by the way, we emerged. Oh, We're yeah, not right. in protection today. Yep. Uh, which is another great announcement. Thank <laughs> Congratulations, you. by the way. Uh, thank you. Uh, but, you know, after we emerged, we we have many, many partners from around the world approached us. So we are actively speaking to interested parties in India, other parts of Asia, and even into Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be a growth vehicle for, for Corrate. And in also enhancing and in, in, in building the relationship that we have with China. Because one of the uniqueness of our stone, let's say, is revered by feng shui masters as the uh, the stone of the millennium, uh, of positivity, optimism, energy. Uh, and in, in, in India, that part of the world is chakra. Uh, and with the indigenous community here in the First Nations, is it's called buffalo stone. So there is a, this metaphysical healing property that our stone has uh, that gives people comfort. Uh, and actually what we find is during these very stressful times is that our customers and consumers that have, have in their possession of amylite actually says that it has helped them calm themselves. As you know, the, the big topic today and big focus is mental health. Yeah. And uh, yeah, many have, many of them from a testimonial perspective, has says this has helped them overcome challenges. Very interesting. Yeah, well, listen, whatever it takes, I think uh, it's it's well said. I, you know, if that brings you peace um, and calm and and all those great things, what a what a great addition it can be to your life. And and uh, why not take advantage of that? You've got Brand Canada behind you. I think there's an authenticity um, in terms of a, a, a Canadian genuine product. I know genuineness and and. That goes over very well in in many markets, right? That it's it's not a, a knockoff; it's genuine. You've got all that behind you. So, listen, I, I, I you know I'm very optimistic. I always I always love the products. From the I'm a little biased because um, I, I just think it's a wonderful product, and I'm, I'm proud Canadian. So it's it's great to hear, and it's great to see you there and and uh, core right back uh, on its feet and through through the challenges and and getting ready for the future. So, listen, thanks so much for joining us on uh, the Voice Retail Podcast. It's great to catch up. I look forward to one day doing it in person and, and keeping, uh, keeping a close eye on, uh, on the next developments, both product and otherwise, for, for Corey. Thank you, Michael. Well, it's been awesome, always, as always, to, to speak with you. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of The Voice of Retail. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on the latest episodes, industry news, and insights. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a rating and review as it really helps us grow so that we continue to get amazing guests onto the show. I'm your host, Michael LeBlanc, president of Emmy LeBlanc Company, Inc. And if you're looking for more content or want to chat, follow me on LinkedIn. Visit my website at meleblanc.co. Until next time, stay safe and have a great week. <music>